0: a number of years to do a family retreat. So there would be um, I think 30 families coming together for almost a week or five or six days certainly and 40 some kids in a large hall maybe two times the size of three times the size of this room. It's very very sweet. We would uh, practice together sometimes the whole community sometimes uh, We would practice the whole community and then we would say uh, one uh, eight years and younger would leave with some facilitator and go and do stuff and we would like practice a little bit more with the older ones and the whole community and then we would say okay then that age group would go and then there would be the older one and then they would practice together and then at some point just the adults and all the kids would be in different group age. Then we would come back together in the afternoon to everybody to be together, and there was storytelling and all kinds of things. And uh, <clears throat> one thing that I liked particularly is sometimes we would ask the teenagers who had been coming to the retreat for a number of years to teach meditation to the community. And so we would empower them and say, okay, you guys, tomorrow afternoon, it's you. We want you to do metta with... Uh, all ages, uh, the whole community, you know, the whole group would be there. And when I say community, it's like here, it's a changing community every year. Some people would return, but there would always be a number of new families. And and, uh, it was always like from age, you know, a few months to... uh, Flora came a number of times, and she was, you know, 97, 98, 99, Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I liked when the, the teenagers would come, you know, and they would come and they would say, so we want to teach you meta, and they would explain what meta is, you know, and uh, and this and that, and it was very beautiful the way they they were bringing their expertise, you know, <laughs> and, and their generosity, and and they would ask, you know, um, so we're gonna. Send meta to groups of beings, not just uh, individuals, but groups of beings. Like there is in the, in that organized teaching of meta, there is you do groups. You know, uh, if you're still living in a binary world, like they were back then, you would say like all males, all females. You know, <laughs> nowadays it doesn't seem quite appropriate. You know, but you could say like, uh, well, like they would ask people like so who should we send loving kindness to, wishes of well-being? And the kids would, they would ask a kid, who should we send love to? And the kids would be, the hippopotamus. (laughs) (laughs) And so the whole community together would say may all the hippopotamuses whatever (laughs) be safe, you know, may they be happy, may they be healthy, may they be strong, may they leave with joy and ease and everybody with delight for the, well wishes of, the wishes of well-being for the hippopotamus and then the fish and then the grandmothers and then the teachers and you know we would just go around like this it was very beautiful and in storytelling time uh, there would be I liked it because there would there would be always like lots of kids kind of laying down, you know, and you know, somebody with their hand in the ball, you know. <laughs> somebody with their head on my knees, you know, and and a bunch of like a family in the corner, like all together and then a bunch of teens all hanging out together in a corner. And it's very uh, very sweet and there's a, a lot of uh, Joy and care, and, and also a, some certain amount of complexity. You know, when you have a retreatants who are uh, part of the day, not in silence, it means like you're going to hear a lot of opinions about how cooked the broccoli is, or should be, or <laughs> pretty much everything. You know? And so it was very, very uh, rich. And sometimes I would hear stories of uh, people coming back to retreat and reporting on this or that. Um, And I would also see the kids grow, you know, from year to year and how these uh, teachings that, these qualities that we're talking about, how they would become kind of uh, central, embodied, and uh, would, you know, really affect uh, one's uh, thinking how the people thought. Actually, some of the teenagers, becoming teenager and young adults, they would... Um, you know, getting in colleges and university. I think one of the things they have to do, and this was in America, uh, often they have to write some essay about uh, either ethics or something, you know. And they would often bring a printed copy of their uh, really proud and say, Pascal, I want you to read this. This is... Uh, it touches me to say that and they would write about uh, some aspect of the dharma of these teachings you know they would write a paper on the four brahma viharas and how it was important to have these values in life and you know how they wanted to express them at college and live them and things like this very very moving i don't know how much they applied it, and I mean, over a lifetime probably it comes and goes and there's different experiences that young people will have, but the fact that it would stop and they would choose to talk about this rather than something else was uh, very touching. Anyway, it's a bunch of memories that are uh, coming uh, about the, the family retreats. There's just one story that I sometimes like to tell of uh, one parent who... Uh, Who was saying you know I do metta with uh, with my little daughter many parents would do metta with their with their um, kids you know at night it's a good way to connect with uh, one's kid child you know together send wishes of well-being to people they know or don't know and uh, one parent he was telling me with my daughter it's been very interesting because uh, you know, we would do meta, and she would always change. She was very creative, and she would like bring always new people, and new kinds of people, and animals. You know, being very creative with the meta, and we would do this, and it's fun just to see what she's going to come up with. You know. And she said, that, he said that Christmas, uh, one of our neighbors came uh, dressed as Santa Claus, but the neighbor was not doing so well. They were in the middle of a Separation, divorce, and uh, they happened to be a little drunk, you know. And they came, they came in the apartment, and you know, it was not the perfect visit of Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 and but it was it was okay, but it was uh, you know maybe the Santa Claus was like having a lot of emotions or I, I don't know <laughs> I can't remember that part of the story but um, but he said that was very interesting because after for weeks and weeks when we would do meta at night she would still be very creative and bring a lot of people but there's one person she kept co- bringing back every night was she would say let's do Santa Claus you know <laughs> and he was saying I'm, I'm wondering like uh, and we were talking about this thing. Maybe she was scared, you know, and she recognized that there was a protection in doing Metta, you know, for or against Santa Claus, you know, (laughs) as a protection. (laughs) Or maybe she had a sense, maybe she was touched in some way and had the sense that she was worried for Santa Claus and wanted Santa Claus to be okay, you know, and really wanted to wish well for Santa Claus. So... I don't know, but I thought, like, in terms of the difficult person, you know, how uh, a child could recognize, you know, this This is a good practice here to send wishes of well-being to Santa Claus. And so um, I thought tonight if you... And you have to check in and see if it's right for you. And maybe you've done this investigation this afternoon at some point or during the retreat, but I thought... I could lead a little, little exercise, a little contemplation or reflection around the difficult person. And so, if you you could really, uh, you know, like have me be a voice in the background and take care of yourself in the way that you know would be fitting, or you could, um, you could go along and try. It's a little intricate but somehow I keep liking it. And I actually would be happy to hear at the end of the retreat if it meant something for you or not. But I just keep returning to that version of the, of the reflection. So you'll see if... if it's, maybe you don't want to do this with the worst person in your life. Maybe you do. But uh, then you have to take care, good care of yourself, you know. And so to have that as a priority your own well-being right now, t- tonight, your own uh, equilibrium, balance of heart, yeah. And so, how are you going to be a good friend to yourself? Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> because I said I would find the poem from Mary Oliver, it's a little tricky, also. But I'm, go- I'm, I'm going to try it. And and I'm really, really open to feedback. Say, actually that was too much or that was not fitting or it actually it worked really well for me and so maybe I'll read uh, also because I mentioned the other the two poems uh, from Naomi Shihab Nye so maybe it's kind of storytelling poetry night so maybe I'll start with these two poems and we'll go into the reflection and at any time you could stand up and leave you know like now or after the first poem or second or anytime, time I would want I would really want you to take care of yourself and be here if you want to be here okay and you can lay down don't put your hand in my ball <laughs> <But laughs> you can uh, you can do what you want so Naomi she had nice poem that you might have heard or not is called kindness Before you know what kindness really is, you must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened broth. What you held in your hand, what you counted and carefully saved, all this must go so you know how desolate the landscape can be between regions of kindness how you ride and ride thinking the bus will never stop, the passengers eating maize and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how he too was someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept him alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it till your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, It is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere like a shadow or a friend. And by Mary Oliver. A visitor. My father, for example, who was young once and blue eyed, returns on the darkest of nights on the porch and knocks wildly at the door. And if I answer, I must be prepared for his waxy face, for his lower lip swollen with bitterness. And so for a long time, I did not answer, but slept fitfully between his hours of rapping. But finally, there came the night when I rose out of my sheets and stumbled down the hall. The door fell open And I knew I was saved, and could bear him, pathetic and hollow, with even the least of his dreams frozen inside him, and the meanness gone. And I greeted him, and asked him into the house, and lit the lamp, and looked into his blank eyes, in which, at last, I saw What a child must love. I saw what love might have done had we loved in time. Feeling the seat, a resting place. Being aware, meeting, feeling the body breathing, this animal body breathing noticing the state of the heart, mind the quietness, the tenderness the numbness, the tiredness or whatever else is there noticing and allowing what is there to be there and to be known. And with a special interest uh, in balance in quietness, in equilibrium, in stability. If you want to, bring into mind uh, a person with whom it's been difficult, maybe lately or maybe in the past. So you might see them in the distance or a few feet away, wherever it feels safe for you to have them be. You might just think of them, have them to mind in your own way. And just checking, how is it to be here, sitting here, breathing, having this person in the field of consciousness? And with the power of uh, imagination. Think of this person as a newborn. Really brand newborn. Maybe they're laying there on the bed. Might be asleep. Little one, fragile, dependent. How is it for you to think of this person in this way, this little being they once were? If you want to, only if you want to, you could come closer, even if you wanted to, you could take them in your arms, hold them, weigh them, the little weight of this body. What kind of wishes do you have for this being at that moment in their life? What kind of wishes do you have for yourself? (coughs) And if you have this little being in your hands, gently put them on the bed. Feel your body now, here now, breathing. The same being, this little being now, with the power of your imagination, once more if you feel like it, imagine them now, as an elderly, just a few hours before they're passing away. Laying on the bed, thin, fragile, weak. Maybe they're asleep. just a few last breaths left in them. You can come uh, closer just if you want, if it feels safe. And if, if you're drawn to doing this, you can come closer. You could even, if you want, touch their hand, whatever feels right. Maybe you want to stay a little f- few feet away as you see fit, really. Now... If you want to, you could. That might be surprising to you, but if you want to, you could see. If you wanted to ask this person for forgiveness for maybe three things that you might have done to harm them. Maybe things you've done in thoughts, or in words, or in deeds. if you want also only if you want you could tell them three things that you learned from them maybe directly that they taught you or maybe very much indirectly that you learn from being in relationship with them maybe you learned how to be your best friend how to hold your ground or whatever see what comes to mind What things did you learn? And again, if it feels right, also wish them something, what would you like to wish for them? last word would you want to say? If any, you could very well stay silent. And then, remembering that this is all imagination, see if you can let these images dissolve and find yourself sitting here, or lying here, aware of the breath, aware of hands, resting somewhere, touching something. Noticing the state of the heart, Noticing if there is kindness here in this moment here. Or if there could be Allowing yourself to maybe hear the sounds of the room or the inner sound, if there are any inside you, your head. feeling the feet maybe just taking a couple of minutes to think of somebody you feel safe with or somebody you feel knows you well and appreciates you Good friend, anybody that is dear to you. Imagine what uh, wishes they could have for you if they were practicing Metta just now wishes could they offer? tonight I want to ring the bell to call the end of the evening. So if you want to sit longer you could at any time from now. If you feel like it's time to go to bed you had a full day please do so. Take a moment to appreciate your amazing efforts and all the ways that you showed up with the best of intentions today appreciate that work may we all find rest tonight thank you